You're listening to an Able Original. House of Robots, Episode 2. Hard Times in the House of Robots. I'd lived here for as long as my circuits could remember. Haruto, Liz, and I had seen Ann and Thomas grow from naughty little kids into kind, caring, and still a bit naughty young adults. The Barclays had purchased all of us robots at the same time, just a few days after they'd moved into this big fancy house, and we'd all become friends straight away. This new life had taken some getting used to, of course, and it had taken the kids a while to get used to us too as we did our jobs around the house, but eventually they became our friends as well. Now, I can't imagine a life without them. But after overhearing Mrs. Barclay say she was going to replace us, well, I knew things wouldn't be the same again. The best time of my life was soon going to be over. As soon as I heard the news, I turned right around and rushed back to the others. I didn't want to tell them, but I didn't know what else to do. Their mainframes were going to be fried, just like mine were, but I knew that it was better to go through this together than to lie to them. When I came back, they were still picking up the broken pieces of vase. Haruto and Liz both looked at me and immediately knew something was wrong. They could sense it in the signals I was giving off. After a moment, Anne and Thomas both stopped clearing up my mess and saw us all sitting in silence. When they noticed Liz was speechless, they knew something was up. What is it? Was Mum angry? Don't worry about her. She'll get over it. She always does. It's not that. I heard her saying something. It's just... I don't know how to say... Let me just... They're getting rid of us! Sorry, I couldn't hold it in. What are we going to do? Haruto started beeping, louder and louder, and Anne and Thomas could only watch as I started spinning around in dusty circles. Liz blinked in and out of every appliance in the hallway. We were in full-on panic mode. None of us knew what to do. Then, just as everything seemed to be getting out of control, we heard the door open behind us. We all froze in place. Mr. Barclay stepped into the hallway. He smiled and nodded at us all. Haruto finished beeping. My vacuum came to a slow stop. Liz went on standby mode. Dustin, uh, can you clean my office, please? With an obedient beep, I rolled past Ann and Thomas towards his office. They watched in silence as all of us quietly went back to our jobs. As time went on, things only got worse. None of us could go back to normal, knowing that we were going to be replaced and it was affecting our work in a big way. Haruto couldn't stop beeping and he also couldn't seem to tell if his shelves were empty or not. Whenever Mrs. Barclay asked for a snack, he would drop eggs or spill milk or make her something that tasted awful by accident. Liz, who usually spent every moment of the day talking, hadn't said a word since this morning. When Mr. Barclay asked her to set an alarm or play the radio or tell him the time, she would do her job but she was no longer adding extra little facts or suggestions or niceties like she used to. Me? Well, I only had one job, and I couldn't even do that right. Instead of vacuuming the office, I accidentally sucked up all Mr. Barclay's reports, spraying dust over everything else. Then, in the bathroom, I sucked up a roll of toilet paper and pulled it through the entire house behind me. I even ran out of charge in the middle of the stairway, making Mrs. Barclay trip over me before Anne had to roll me to my battery station. In a word, it was terrible. The three of us knew that this wasn't going to make things any better. If we couldn't do our jobs, then we couldn't blame them if they wanted to replace us. But then it wasn't really going to make things any worse, either. We were already being sacked. They were getting rid of us any day now. 
What could we do to stop their plans? I didn't know it at the time, but Anne and Thomas were busy with plans of their own. It had been a day since we had heard the news, and Haruto, Liz, and I were still malfunctioning all over the place. I was zooming about all morning, trying to clean up all of my trails of dust from the day before, when I suddenly heard a crash from upstairs. Hopping up the steps, I chugged around the corner, following the sound to Thomas's bedroom. As I peeked around the corner, I saw him standing over a pile of pencil sharpenings, looking down at them with his hands on his hips. Ugh, look at what I've done. I'm so clumsy. Dustin, will you help me clean this up, please? Sure thing. I sucked it all up in his second flat and turned around to leave when... Oh, and this too, Dustin, if you don't mind. He was pointing at a pile of crumbs by his bed. I sucked that up too and went to leave again, but... It's a bit of a mess everywhere. Actually, Dustin, could you do the whole room? I know how good you are at cleaning. It seemed a bit out of character, honestly. Usually Thomas never asked me to clean for him, let alone clean his own room. Out of everybody, Thomas was the messiest without a doubt, so to hear he wanted his room cleaned was actually quite exciting. With a deep breath, I got to work, scooting over every surface and whizzing around until the room was cleaner than it had ever been before. And as soon as I'd finished, I heard something downstairs. Thank you so much, Dustin. I zoomed off to see what the noise was. In the kitchen, Anne was mixing ingredients in a bowl so enthusiastically that there were splatters of uncooked food going everywhere. I had no idea what was going on, but there was no time to think about it before Anne turned to me with a wide, bright smile. Oh, Dustin, perfect. Will you help me clean this? Haruto is helping me make scones and soup and maybe even a curry. Haruto, what do I need to add next? I cleaned up around Anne's feet, while Haruto tried his best to keep up with Anne, telling her the steps in each recipe and opening cupboards to direct her to the ingredients she needed. It looked a little stressful, but it was nice to see Haruto back to his old ways again. Are you having a party or something? No, no, just enjoying some time in the kitchen and making good use of Haruto's expertise. She was stirring butter into flour and flicked some onto the curtains. Sorry, Dustin, do you mind? It went on like this all afternoon, until the cupboards were bare and Haruto's shelves were totally empty. I'd had to recharge two times, just to keep up with the excitement, and the moment I stopped, Thomas came rushing in, carrying a bundle of pencils and papers. Has anyone seen Liz? She's been helping me with my homework for hours, and now I just can't seem to find her. Haruto and I looked at each other. I was starting to realize what had been going on. Oh, yes. Anne threw off the apron and washed all the batter and egg and whatever else from her hands. I need Liz's help as well. Let me go and get my homework too. Great idea. Liz, Liz, where are you? Liz, Liz, Liz. 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 What do you want now? The voice boomed from every screen in the room. The oven clock, the microwave, and even the digital radio all flashed with pixels of Liz's scowling face. I've been helping Thomas all day, answering question after question. When were the pyramids built? What was Shakespeare's first play? What's the biggest sea creature? You can't possibly have homework about all of those things. Thomas and Anne stood there, looking a little embarrassed. A couple of pencils fell to the ground, and a piece of paper floated from Thomas's arms and landed on the floor. They both glanced at each other, then looked at each of us. Haruto's doors were swinging open, and he was beeping softly, tired and empty. I was covered in bits of food and running out of battery for the third time that day. Liz was still on every screen in the room, recovering from being overloaded with so many questions for hours on end. In short, we were all completely exhausted. 
You didn't really have all that homework, did you? And you didn't need to make all that food either. And I guess you made all that mess on purpose so that I'd have to clean it up? But why did you do it? Because we could see you were all feeling upset after what happened and we didn't want you to feel like, well, like you weren't any good. You're panicking and making lots of mistakes and we just wanted to remind you that you're great at your jobs. So we pretended to need extra help from all of you. It doesn't mean that we don't really appreciate everything you do. As we sat there in the kitchen together, surrounded by food and mess and pieces of paper, all of us realized that us robots had been thinking way too much about the bad news, and not enough about each other. Anne and Thomas's plan hadn't worked exactly, but it had showed us that they really did care. I scooted over to them and nestled between their feet, like a puppy. Then Haruto wheeled over, and Liz appeared on Thomas's watch, and we all stood together for a moment, enjoying a big, robotic hug. We appreciate you too, but I don't suppose we could all take a break now. We're a little tired out. Of course. We've been working you like crazy. It was meant to make you realize how useful you all are, but I feel exhausted too. Don't worry about all this. We'll clean everything and finish the homework ourselves too. Thanks. Haruto settled back in his spot to cool down. Liz disappeared into the circuits, and I rolled towards my charging pad for a well-earned rest. As I left, I turned to see Anne and Thomas scrubbing the countertop, and they gave each other a knowing smile. I knew that their plans weren't over yet. With the last of my battery, I followed them as they went towards their mother's room and stepped quietly inside. Hiding behind the door, I listened carefully as they both awkwardly stood there. Mom? But no one answered. Then, they both gasped. <gasps> I peeked around the door, and they were both standing at their mother's desk, looking at her open laptop with shock in their eyes. Now, I'm no expert on the internet like Liz is, but I know something bad when I see it. On the screen, underneath a picture of us three robots, were the words, For sale. Three days until offer ends. It was official. They were getting rid of us. Thank you for listening to an Able Original.